You're listening to a BGE podcast. That's right. It's time for the weekend workshop edition. Cut straight right here on the blind grilling experience. We've got several things we're going to be covering and talking about today. We appreciate everybody tuning in. I want to give you our email address, blindgrilling at gmail.com. Send us an email. Let us know if there's some things you're interested in, uh, some topics, subjects you want us to cover, especially when it comes to the woodworking here on our Friday episodes. And remember, of course, every Monday you can catch the normal blind grilling episodes where we talk about grilling, cooking, and all things at the grill and big green egg kind of stuff and in the kitchen. Wednesdays, the my story, kind of walking through how I got to this part of my life, my journey of sight loss. And so uh, definitely uh, encourage you to uh, listen in to those episodes as well. Again, the email address, blindgrilling at gmail. Dot com. Oh, yeah, we've been getting lots of response, and I have found out so much information. Folks have contacted me um, that said, hey, you know, did you know about this? Do you know about that? Did you guys know there is a woodworking for the blind group and, and website? I did not know this. I found out and I uh, got on there and and actually registered, and wow, th- this is cool. This is really cool. I'm excited to share this uh, with you guys and give you some information there so that you can go through if you're interested in woodworking, some information you can find out. Uh, I also want to talk a little bit about the saw stop. A lot of folks are requesting information on my weenie saw. <laughs> so I'll explain that little term in a little bit as well. Um, so let's just go ahead and talk about the uh, the saw stop in this episode. And uh, then we'll get into some projects here in the next couple of weeks. Definitely got some uh, folks I'm trying to get on here as guests to talk about woodworking with a blindness or visual impairment. And uh, hopefully we'll get that worked out here pretty soon as well. Again, blindgrilling at gmail.com is the email address. So uh, shoot us an email and let us know what you think. Be sure and also uh, rate, review, give a thumbs up on the podcast. Let folks know what you think. Share it out with all your friends. I really do appreciate that. All right, folks. Uh, so I got an email asking if uh, I knew about this guy up in St. Louis in the St. Louis area, anyway, who is running this website, Woodworking for the Blind. And, of course, I'd never heard of him. I'd never heard of the website. I don't want to try and get him on the website, uh, or I'm sorry, on the podcast, and uh, and talk a little bit about it. And it, Just because I think it's, it's interesting how it came about. He, he kind of shared that a little bit of that with me. Uh, and uh, so I'd love for him to be able to share that here on the podcast with everybody. But until then, here's the web address, all right? www4b, 
dot org. All right. So www the number four the letter B as in blind dot org. So www4b.org, that's the website. And you can register there if you're blind or visually impaired. You, you can uh, fill out their form uh, and, and try to let them know that you're interested in some of the audio content that they have. Somebody has actually taken the time over years to read woodworking magazines and journals and they have that on their site and available for those who are blind or visually impaired who register to listen to these woodworking journals and magazines. But also, they themselves are working on a woodworking manual. And they have a couple of chapters already up on the website that you can listen to. But there's also a Groups.io uh, group that you can um submit a, a request to join through email. So like an email group, uh, all of that there on the website, I would highly recommend you go there and uh, just kind of explore, search around, uh, find out what you can find out, listen to the things that are available and, and register if you're blind or visually impaired for the other information. WW4B, that's the number four and the letter B is in blind.org. WW4B.org, that stands for Woodworking for the Blind. And um, I, I'm I'm loving it. I love the information they're putting out, and uh, and there's lots of other lots of cool stuff, things that they do, and hopefully we'll talk more about that as I learn more, and maybe we can get some folks from that group on the podcast uh, to talk more about some of the things that they have available. It, it's just really cool. See, I, I you know what, folks? There's a lot of us out there. You know, I knew I wasn't the only blind or visually impaired, you know, person trying to get out in a workshop uh, and and build things. I, I knew that, uh, but I also knew a lot of blind folks who thought it could never happen or they could never do it again. And um, you know, I wanted to get on here and and just kind of share the fact that we can we can do this. You know, if this is something you've done in the past, it's not something that you have to have you know give up or stop doing. You just make some adjustments and keep going with it. it. It can happen. There's a lot of folks that are doing it, uh, more than I realized, for sure. I knew there were some, but there's a lot more than I even realized or thought, um, and uh, and I, I'm finding out about it. So I'm so thrilled that I started doing this Friday episode of Cut Straight Weekend Workshop because um, I'm really getting in touch with a lot of folks that have the same passion and, and love for this kind of thing and are doing it with a visual impairment or completely blind. Uh, so it's awesome. Again, the email address, blindgrilling at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Shoot us an email. So probably one of the first things everyone talks about and asks, do you have a saw stop? And, uh, and yes, I do now. I didn't for the longest time. I haven't had it very long. And I, I am using it, but uh, as I mentioned in the last episode, the bandsaw is probably one of my most used tools as far as things that you got to plug in. All right, that, that's probably what I use more than anything else is the bandsaw. And partly, I guess partly because it's what I had for the longest time and I got comfortable with it and it works, right? It, it does what I need it to do. It's not the best tool for every job, certainly. 
but it certainly can do the job, you know, of with the projects that I'm doing. There is, of course, the the miter saw or, or the chop saw, and then there's the table saw that can do certain things much better. But when I didn't have those things, the bandsaw was was doing great, and I still find myself at the bandsaw a lot. But there were some projects coming up that I wasn't going to be able to do on the bandsaw. It just was not going to work. wasn't going to happen. I'm go. I was going to need, you know, to be able to do something with a table saw, and I did my best to avoid. Because I, I was scared. I was very intimidated by the table saw. I knew it would be possible. And as I heard more and more about the saw stop, I got a little bit more excited and a little bit more, um, you know, uh, of uh, of really thinking. All right, I could build my confidence with this, right? And and it would have this this safety feature just in case, right? Just because I'm learning, right? I haven't had experience around table saws, and to be honest with you, I, my grandfather. My grandpa Simmerman, he worked for a a sawmill and lumberyard his whole life, and you know my entire you know growing up years was with him working for Selser Lumber Company. He's out of business now. The Selser brothers have passed away, and uh, the uh, lumberyard is gone. But that's what he did. He he sawed lumber. He milled lumber. You know for this for this lumberyard. And that's what he did all his life. Well, then he retired. And a few years after he retired from working with lumber and and sawing lumber all of his life, he's doing a little home project. And he's got his table saw out, and he cuts off three fingers in the tip of his thumb. You know, and so here he was 40 years working in a sawmill, you know, with no problems, no incidences, retire, starts working, doing a little small project at home on a small table saw and, you know, loses three and a half fingers. So, um, you know, I, I, I knew the table saw was something that could be intimidating and, and something to be respected uh, and, um, and and to take it seriously. And and, and I, I knew when I got one, I, I would certainly do that. But um it was probably the last thing on my mind, you know, as far as looking at trying to get one of those until someone mentioned the saw stop and told me about it. Well, as I've mentioned, I got this friend who uh, has his mills lumber and, and uh, I get, you know, quite a bit of lumber from, and uh, I was telling him about that. And he said, Oh yeah, the weenie saw. And I'm like, the What? The weenie saw. What are you talking about? Like, oh yeah, when you go on YouTube and you search the saw stop, then all the demonstrations of how this table saw works, they use a hot dog to show you how the blade stops and drops below the tabletop before slicing through that hot dog as a safety mechanism. And and I'm not a big scientist. I, I don't, you know, certainly not an electrician. I don't know a lot about current or anything like that. I know some things are more conductive than others. And there's this, from what I understand, this kind of an electrical current that is sent through that blade, that saw blade on the table saw. And when something, uh, you know, other than wood, because wood, you know, isn't 
conductive. Uh, but when something is and draws or drops that current slightly, such as flesh or a hot dog or, or something like that, then immediately this brake cartridge is slammed into the bottom of the blade, stopping the blade, and the blade drops below the table. And in, in the demonstrations that they do, there's barely a nick on the hot dog before all this happens. I mean, it is within fractions of a second. It's either like 0. 0.005 seconds. or It's ridiculous. Absolutely crazy. Ridiculous. And so if you're working and something happens, and, and all these videos are, are of sighted folks who are talking about either accidents they've had or accidents that are, or limbs that have been spared because of something they've done, knowing better, right? But nevertheless, something happened, they, their hand or something touched the blade and it, 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 it stopped the blade. And, um, it, and that happens, right? There, there are things that and that's what it's there for to, as a safety mechanism, because it happens so fast that if your finger touches that blade, it, you might get a scratch and maybe it'll draw blood. Maybe. Most of the time from the research that I've done and all the testimonials and things, it doesn't even draw blood. It's just merely a nick or a scratch. And, and, and that blade has stopped and dropped below the table and you have your limbs and you can really, you know, and a lot of times people don't even realize it's happened and, and they're just wondering, well, where, what happened to the blade? And they realize, Ooh, you know, something happened, right? They, they touched the blade somehow, um, they made a mistake, and uh, and that's just an awesome safety feature that SawStop has created, and they've got their patent, they've done all that, and now th th there's, you know, people talk about all the legal issues, they don't like all the things because the other people have created other systems and forms, and they do patent infringement kind of lawsuits, and they're trying to keep you know, all this technology to themselves. And I mean, I get all that from a business standpoint, but listen, at the end of the day, they make a product that is game changing, um, especially for those who are blind or visually impaired, but not just, I mean, just for, for people who, who make mistakes, which is all of us, you know, some of the best woodworkers and even most successful woodworkers will tell you they've had accidents They've done something or they've had close calls and they realize like, you know, I, I got lazy, you know, I, I rushed, I did something I knew better I shouldn't have done. And and they pay the price or they their attention is gotten in a very harsh way and it, they have a wake up call and realize, OK, yeah, I, I need to stop, slow down and pay attention to what I'm doing especially on a, a tool like uh, like a table saw. And so SawStop is is very cool. Um, it, it's awesome. They, they've got different – they're expensive, right? I mean, everyone talks about a blind tax. This is just a safety tax, I guess you could say. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they're the only ones doing it right now that have this kind of feature out. And it's only on the table saws. You know, you, this isn't a feature you have on – uh, band saws, chop saws, miter saws, you know, uh, routers. It just there's it's on nothing else. Just the table saws at this point. Uh, 
And um, yeah, they they can be extremely expensive, but um, you know when you figure in the cost of losing a finger, emergency room visits, surgeries, um, you know, other things, especially for someone who's blind or visually impaired, when your fingers are basically your eyes, right? I mean, that's, you've already lost your eyes, right? You don't have your vision. Now you're using your fingers. You you, you can't afford to lose that, right? Um, I mean, I had an incident with a router on a finger, and if it would have been one finger over, you know, I wouldn't have been reading Braille uh, for, you know, a, a month or two. And so uh, the, the fingers are important. Fingers, you know, are, are, are vital for someone who's blind or visually impaired. And so uh, the, table, the, the saw stop table saw is awesome. And, and they've got different ones. They have the job site. They've got the carpenters. They've got the uh, professional cabinet saw and the industrial cabinet saw. Um, you know, I, I think most folks recommend the, the carpenter um, uh, table saw with a few upgrades, the, the, um, the fence upgrade. Uh, but other than that, um, you know, I, I actually went with the professional cabinet saw personally because I knew the project that I was going to be working on. I had some of the, uh, live edge Oak that's two inches thick, um, that I'm going to be making a dining table out of. And so I knew I was going to need, you know, the power to get through. And so I got a three horsepower. So, um, you know, I needed the, the professional cabinet saw to get what I, you know, to, to do the projects I wanted to do, uh, and know I had the power to do it. And everyone was telling me, you know, that the, the one thing I would regret is getting, um, you know, n- knowing the project I'd be working on, uh, getting a one and a half horsepower, one and three quarter horsepower, whatever it is. Um, and, and, you know, um, having it struggle to get through this two inch thick, um, hardwood. And so, um, so I just went ahead and just took a little bit more time, saved a little bit more money and got the three horsepower and, uh, um, and love it. It, it is, it, it is stout. It is sturdy. It, it's a beautiful, well-built, well-made beyond the safety features. I mean, this is, you know, uh, it, it is a tool to pass down, you know, for generations. It really is just a, an awesome tool. And, uh, and, and I love it. Um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I, I don't plan on getting rid of my weenie saw. <laughs> so, uh, it, it has been spectacular and it's helped build my confidence, um, in, in using it and, um, knowing that that safety feature is there, still using it as though it isn't, right? And, and that's what everyone will tell you. Use it as though that safety feature is not there. Um, but it, it's always good um, to have just in case. So uh, so the, the, the table saw is awesome. Um, you know, you can get it with uh, steel top or, or an aluminum top. You can get it with the, um, the cast iron uh, top. And it really just depends on your shop. It really depends on how much room you've got as far as the size that you get. Um, I do recommend upgrading the, um, uh, you know, your, 
uh, your fence. But, you know, beyond that, the carpenter or the professional cabinet saw, they, they are great saws. You can, you can get a lot of work done on those. And, and it, um, you know, you can really build your confidence up uh, with one, you know, being familiar. Like I said before in, in previous episodes, get to know where everything is, know where the, the, um, the switches are, know where the blades are, know where every little inch of that thing is. And, you know, in, in case something happens and, you know, you need to stop and shut everything down. Um, that's, it's vital. It's vitally important that you do that. Um, so, uh, so yeah, the, the saw stop is awesome. Great safety features. And, and I've talked to a few folks that have them, some blind and visually impaired folks who have them that use them. Um, some that have set off the, the brake, some who have sighted friends who have set off the brake. And so, um, you know, it, it, uh, to me, it's worth it. Absolutely worth it. So, like I said, I'm going to be working on a dining table for my wife, and I'm looking forward to that project. Um, but right now, you know, I'm doing a lot of uh, handles still for Big Green Egg. I've been selling those. Hey, if you got a Big Green Egg, you want a custom handle, maybe you want something engraved on it, uh, you know, we can do that. We can uh, certainly be happy to uh, talk to you about that. Shoot us an email, blindgrilling at gmail.com, and, uh, you know, we can talk about making various handles and things for you. Uh, doing the recipe boxes, that's been awesome. Really love uh, what we're able to do with that. And, uh, of course, I'm getting the wood knocked out. I'm getting all the cuts made, the the box joints, the the lid, the grooves for the bottom, and, and um, just various things that we're doing. And, again, we'll talk about those projects later. But my wife has got an engraver. She's able to engrave things so we can do some custom engraving on some of that. And, and uh, so... Yeah, if you're interested in something, let me know, uh, blindgrilling at gmail.com. Uh, but I would re- highly recommend you get on YouTube and check out the uh, the Saw Stop and uh, and watch those demonstrations. You know, you've got, um, uh, you know, Cat Moses who, uh, you know, demonstrated the hot dog as well. And, and he did it several different ways, coming at different angles, throwing it, dropping it. I mean, he he took a hot dog and put it up to that blade in, in a lot of different ways and fashions as though someone was falling onto the blade, um, you know, slapping the blade or something, you know, and using that hot dog to illustrate and demonstrate, you know, if if it was happening that quick and just how fast it detects and slams the brake and drops and and how little damage is done. It's 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 phenomenal. Absolutely uh, phenomenal and a great piece of machinery. And, uh, um, you know, if you can get a, get somewhere and put your hands on it and see what it's like and feel it, uh, I think you'll be impressed. It's, it's, it is a, even without the safety feature, it's probably one of the better built, uh, table saws that are out there of all the ones that I've felt, you know, it's not some little box, um, store, you know, flimsy thing that, that shakes and rattles. I mean, this thing is, is stout and sturdy, um, uh, no doubt. And I think they've come out with a new one here recently as well. Um, and, uh, I've, you know, uh, you, you guys can figure that out and research it and, um, see some of the new ones, the, I think a smaller one they've come out with, uh, maybe a job site or something, but, uh, yeah, yeah. When it comes to table saws, um, it is expensive, uh, save up your money for it. 
but if you're going to get into woodworking and you're going to need a table saw, I I highly recommend looking into um, the Winnie Saw Saw Stop. Uh, definitely worth it. Definitely. Again, blindgrilling at gmail.com is the email address. And, and I, you know, check out that website, www.4b.org, Woodworking for the Blind, www, the number four, letter B for blind, uh, .org, .org, www.4b.org. I, I, I love what they're doing so far. I've listened to, um, you know, several audio things that they have on the site. Uh, that you can check out and listen. And uh, the first one talks about, you know, measuring. It talks about, you know, some of the things we've already talked about on this program as far as talking tape measure, the click rule. There was another one that uh, I don't think they make anymore, but they talk about it uh, similar to the click rule. Uh, And they really go into a lot of detail in describing it, which I thought was awesome. Um, And some other means and ways of of measuring and marking um, and, uh, you know, uh, I, I thought it. I thought it was a lot of great information for those who are blind or visually impaired. You know, it's it's definitely well worth getting on and checking out. And like I said, hopefully we'll have someone to talk more about that on the podcast if we can get in touch with them and they're interested in doing it. All right, folks, I appreciate everybody tuning in here on Fridays on the Cut Straight Weekend Workshop Edition. It's always great to be here to know that the weekend is here and. Uh, would encourage you to always remember to do your best to cut straight.